0: You're listening to Secrets of a Bridal Seamstress. In this podcast, you'll hear insider tips to sidestep stress and walk into your wedding season feeling educated, confident, and empowered to discover your bridal vibe and wear it with style. Well, today I'm so excited to have Becky Parsons joining us. Becky is a good friend of mine and she's also a fellow business owner, um, but I wanted her unique perspective because she's a dietitian, and more often than you think, I have brides coming in with these big goals of losing so much weight before the wedding day. And I have my own opinions about that, but I wanted to get a professional in here to speak both to me and also to you as listeners, to give us a healthy perspective. And um, I know she's seen it all. So, Becky, I'm so thankful that you're with us today, and I can't wait to hear your expertise. Um, How about you start by telling us a little bit about your practice here in Olympia?
1: Sure. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited about this and about your new podcast and getting to be a part of it. I'm just so jazzed. Uh, But yeah, so I own a practice called I'm Powered Nutrition and Fitness, and it's based out of West Olympia, but I see clients in person and by video. So I see clients all over the state of Washington. And I just love helping people meet their health goals and do it in a way that really is tailored to their personality and lifestyle because being healthy just doesn't have to be as hard as everybody wants you to think it is. So it's really fun for me to, to kind of come alongside people and help them meet their health goals, uh, for whether that's weight loss or chronic disease management or prevention or just general health sports
0: nutrition. I love it all. Yeah. And I love whenever you're talking about what you do, you always refer to health and not weight. And I think that's like, it's very noticeable when you speak about what you do. So that's really cool. Um, so what is, um, what's like the most fulfilling part of your job as a dietitian?
1: Oh, I just absolutely love it. Um, but many of my clients have been struggling with health challenges for a long, long time
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and they're usually feeling pretty discouraged about it. So just everything they've tried just feels impossible for them to maintain. So getting to partner with them, kind of come alongside them and help them find strategies that fit their lives Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and are actually based on science is really, really fulfilling because I've seen it several times that when someone realizes they can overcome this challenge that they've been struggling with, they can end up making some really great strides and just dis- neat decisions in the rest of their lives. Like I've had clients who uh, decided to go back to school or to start their own business or something like that because they just feel like this confidence and that they really can. And and they're worth the investment of something like that. Exactly. So That's I just amazing. I love that. That's got to be like one of my favorites. It's such an honor to be a part of that. And I absolutely live for any moment when my clients say, I can't believe this is working. It's so much easier than I always thought. I just that this is my day. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Do you have you found like an influx of clients since COVID or with the pandemic? I mean, we've all got a little extra COVID cushion going on here. So. <laughs> Are you noticing that too?
1: Your- yeah, there was a little bit of a drop at first uh, when everything shut down. You know, a lot of my in-person clients, you know, back when we all thought it was just going to be, you know, six weeks to flatten the curve, you know, <laughs> back, back in the day. Yeah. So that, it, it did just kind of take a dip for a while, which I honestly didn't mind because I spent all of last summer gardening as therapy for my covid sadness. So that was actually <laughs> great. I had lots of time, but then after that, it has actually picked back up. And especially as video appointments have become a thing that people are more comfortable mm-hmm. with. i yeah. definitely had more people taking advantage of that. And my schedule now I think is busier than it's ever been.
0: Wow. That's awesome. Well, thank you for taking time to do this with me. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, so, so many times You know, brides tend to focus on weight loss before a wedding, right? That's super common. Um, What is a healthy way to approach that goal?
1: Oh, I don't really think there's anything wrong with having a goal to lose some weight or get healthier before your wedding. But there are definitely some things to keep in mind about how to do it healthfully and in a way that isn't going to set you up for disappointment or other health problems down the road. Right. Research really shows us that losing weight too quickly or doing it by over restricting either calories or carbs or something like that, um, typically backfires and can really mess with your metabolism. So we can end up with this snail's pace metabolism and statistically people regain all the lost weight and then some, if they lose too quickly or by doing it in too restrictive of a way. So I recommend approaching Health changes before a wedding, exactly the way I would recommend approaching them any other time. Uh, Just make changes one at a time and look to make changes that you can actually sustain and that make you feel good. Don't make changes just for your wedding that you're like fighting, clawing and scratching or just feeling terrible, but trying to grin and bear it like that is not a good health change. And it's setting you up for a rebound after you get married, which is not good either. So. Yeah. So don't just pick up any old plan that worked for your sister or your neighbor or your cousin's hairdresser <laughs> or something like that. Um, test drive each change in your own life, tweak it until it works smoothly and is sustainable. And if you need help figuring out how to do that, find yourself a dietitian. That's a good, yeah. fit that's what we do.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know if, if what brides want to feel is like, oh, I'm finally in this size, like I want to fit into this, you know, I want to be in a size 12 or a size 10 for my wedding day. Like, I don't know if that's the number that drives them or if it's like the look of the wedding photos. I mean, you know, that's something that you're going to be looking at for the rest of your life mm-hmm. or like also walking down the aisle. But sometimes I'm like, okay, well, everybody at your wedding already knows you and they've seen you before. <laughs> you know, it's not going to be like a <laughs> you know, come down the aisle, whatever. Um, But I just feel like overall, like your wedding is the day where all of a sudden everything's kind of exposed, right? Like all eyes are going to be on you and that's not something that you experience every day. So Mm -hmm. part of me is like, okay, is it the actual weight loss or is it like confidence boost to feel, just feel better about yourself? So like, are there practical steps that brides can take to boost self-image that maybe say if the image is the issue. Like are there steps that they can take to boost the self-image that doesn't involve weight loss?
1: I love this question. I'm so <laughs> glad that you asked it. I have several. Uh, maybe I should have checked with you beforehand. I hope I don't have too many. <laughs>
0: She but was I like just, down at your desk. I was like, "Oh, she has piles of things to share." <laughs> <laughs> I just love this because I love
1: kind of like you mentioned earlier. It's about it's about how you feel. It's about how your body feels rather than just your weight or your appearance necessarily, uh, because then you're supporting your body and you're supporting yourself, your yeah. person. Um, so. Some of these are going to be things that we've all heard a million times and are kind of easier said than done, but they really can make a big difference. Uh, like hydration, make sure you're getting plenty of fluid, especially leading up to your, to your ceremony. Hydrating can promote healthy skin that's moisturized from the inside. And what is the first prevent things think? like dark circles, breakouts,
0: all that stuff. <laughs> Sorry, there's a lag and I totally cut you off. Um, The thing that I always forget to do when I'm busy or stressed is to drink water. Like Mm -hmm. I'll just get a coffee or like, okay, I deserve a Sprite, but like water is literally the last thing I think about. The first tip. Okay. I'm writing this down for myself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's
1: definitely a good one. And I hope this isn't like too TMI. I'm a health professional. So it's just a normal part of my day. But people often ask me like, how do I know how much to hydrate you'll read online? You know, you need to drink a gallon a day, or you need to drink the six to eight cups or like, what should I drink? The best way to know is to ask your body. And the best way to ask your body is to look at your pee. It should look like weak lemonade. (laughs) So your body adjusts naturally for everything else that's going on. You're sweating and you're stressed and everything. So it knows exactly how much and it's telling you based on that. So you can use that as a good
0: indicator. Tucking that away as well.
1: <laughs> okay. So um, my next idea here was uh, to meet your body's vitamin and mineral needs. Every single part of your body your hair, your skin, your nails, everything requires nutrition to look and feel its best. So making sure you get at least a couple of servings, like two or three servings of some good whole foods from each food group each day is a great way to cover all those bases. And if you absolutely hate or can't eat for some reason, any food group, a good multivitamin is a great idea. Okay, Um, This is the one that I feel like every time I, I almost hate saying it to people because it's so we hear it so much and it's so hard to do. And sometimes there's aspects of this that are out of our control. But mm-hmm. manage your stress <laughs> and your sleep as best you can. <laughs> I know, I know. Planning a wedding—it's <laughs> like very stressful. But uh, stress and poor sleep can really mess with your digestion, your weight, your skin, your metabolism. And the last thing you need is some kind of digestive issue on your wedding day to be concerned about. Like, nobody wants that. (laughs) So um, just making sure that. Obviously, it's easier said than done, but as much as you're able to delegate delegate tasks to trustworthy bridesmaids and family members, uh, mm. make sure you get some self-care time and aim for at least six hours of sleep at night.
0: Those are all very, so those are the three chips? Uh,
1: very- I have
0: two more. Oh, okay, oh, keep going, okay. <laughs> 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 so far, very doable, so I'm really excited. <laughs> Excellent, okay. So
1: along the lines of, kind of self-care and and everything, finding some kind of enjoyable physical activity to start. This does not have to be a rigorous exercise program. This does not have to be like kick your butt, <laughs> crazy exercise, <laughs> but any sort of physical activity and something that you enjoy is going to be a great fit because getting fitter and stronger is a fabulous way to feel great on your big day. And if you pick some kind of activity that you truly enjoy, it doubles as a fantastic stress reliever along the way. So that's a great thing to tuck into your engagement routine.
0: Yes. And it probably really helps just like raising the endorphins. Like if you're feeling I mean, there's just so many details, obviously, that go into the wedding planning and having some kind of like physical outlet is in itself, this mood booster and helps your glow and all that stuff. So like prioritizing that alongside the wedding to do list, you know, like almost like adding that to your daily list or weekly list. Definitely. Yeah.
1: And finally, this is just like please, please, I'm begging you for the sake of all that is healthy. Do not start any crazy diet or cleanse or fast or anything in the week or two prior to your wedding. Those things typically lead you to feel pretty poorly um, physically, not Mm -hmm. to mention nearly always cause we'll just say digestive disturbances <laughs> <laughs> that you probably don't want to be worried about while you're all stitched into your wedding dress on your big day. So <laughs> please, please, please start whatever health plan you want to do way in advance, nice and easy, and don't do anything drastic in the week or two before your wedding. It's yeah. really a uh, plan with fire. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and those two weeks before the wedding is like, that's like the adrenaline starts kicking in. So I feel like even if you were to have some kind of like adverse effect to whatever diet you were trying, it's almost like your body wouldn't even notice it until it was too late. You're just still just so excited for the wedding day. It's like, <laughs> yeah. like lose all filters. <laughs> that's true. That's a really good point. So that all seems like really basic. It's like, use your, you know, use common sense. And I I just think it's hard because I um, when I work with brides, and I see them from a different perspective because I don't know them. So I just walk in and I'm looking at them and I'm like, oh my goodness, like you look beautiful and each dress is so unique and it matches their personality. And so it's hard. Like, I just really struggle when I hear those comments like, oh yeah, well, I just want to lose a few more, you know, you lose a few more pounds. And and I had clients where like they've, they have had this kind of long-term journey and they're like, you know, they want to have extra appointment just in case they get to lose a a little more weight before the wedding day. But you know, there's a difference between like, like you mentioned the long-term goals and then the, oh my goodness, I need to have a dress fit and I want this size. And so what can I do really fast to, you know, lose those inches or whatever. And part of me just wants to be like, like shake them. Like your fiance loves you. Like like he proposed knowing what he was getting himself into and he still wants to marry you. So <laughs> don't go crazy. And I remember, um, I think it was like a couple summers ago and I was even talking to you about like the whole 30 and you were like, don't do thing that you, <laughs> you had, your motto is like, eat the nachos. Like, <laughs> like sometimes, you know, for listeners who are hearing the word, like, Oh, dietitian," or like, of course she's going to say the, you know, the, um, What's, what's the term I'm, I'm looking for? Um, like the politically correct answer, like, Oh, don't try to lose weight or just, but you, that is who you are. Like you want people to be healthy, but also enjoy the food and enjoy life and like, enjoy the habits that can, you know, raise the endorphins, but, um, without the goal of like drastic weight loss. So all of these basic tips are doable and like, there's nothing new under the sun. <laughs>
1: It's so true. (laughs) And you know, because we're friends also, you know that I actually do eat the nachos. Sometimes Sometimes. people are like, with that weird say that. (laughs) You probably don't. I'm like, no, I definitely do. It's so funny whenever (laughs) anybody meets my husband and finds out that he's married to a dietitian, they're like, oh, I bet she eats perfect organic. Sprouted cardboard all the time, and he just laughs, laughs. <laughs>
0: like, like yeah, no, you know, canned cheese we have in our house. <laughs> <I know. laughs> it's like she loves
1: like plastic queso, nacho cheese, and Fisher scones <laughs> and ice cream.
0: Oh <laughs> well, yeah, everything is all balanced. Um, <laughs> okay, if. I'm thinking of brides who they have it in their mind that they want to just lose a few pounds and then they don't even realize that they're like losing sight of their goal. It's going too far. It's like, are there signs to know um, like the difference between what's a practical goal and then like, okay, this is extreme or this is, you know, it's not long-term or realistic.
1: Definitely. Yeah. So we have what we kind of call the red flags. So these are things to, Watch for because either you're likely losing weight too quickly or in ways that are harmful to your health or to your metabolism long term. So, even if in the short term weight might be coming off, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's uh, setting you up for weight balance or health in mm-hmm. the long term. Yeah. So, some red flags are if you're losing more than an average of two pounds a week. Oh. Sometimes a little faster, sometimes a little slower, but any faster than that on average consistently means that you're probably breaking down muscle and that you're probably negatively affecting your hormones and metabolism. So it typically Okay, but our biggest loser,
0: they lose like 10 pounds a week.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You know what? They actually did a research study on those people, and most of them at the end had so destroyed their metabolisms that they could only eat like a thousand calories less than they should be able to typically to maintain their new weights. And most of them regained because of the way that they lost and how it affected their metabolisms long-term.
0: Oh my goodness. I just, want That show, that's so disappointing. <laughs> no, you Articles know, that's like, this is what happened behind the scenes. That's like, no, don't do that. I love Bob Arbor. <laughs> I
1: loved that show uh, when it was on all the time when I was in college Tuesday nights, NBC. Tuesday nights and I would sit there with my nutrition and college friends and we'd sit around and watch it every single Tuesday. And that was my dream was to help people get healthy and all this. And then once I actually got past my prereqs and into my nutrition classes (laughs) and started learning, I'm like, oh no.
0: (laughs) They were were harming those people and it's such a shame. Yeah. Yeah. So two pounds, okay, yeah they, yeah. they did not go by that. But I'm I'm also not like I'm I'm thinking like, gosh, if I could lose two pounds a week, wow, that's amazing. <laughs> so it's like anybody who's already like on this kind of like weight loss journey and that's their goal, it's like, wow, good for you. I mean, okay, <laughs> yeah. but two pounds is max. All right.
1: Yeah, on average, you know, some weeks yeah. might be faster, some are slower. That's really normal. Um, but if you're losing an average of more than two pounds a week. That's something that you might want to slow down for your long-term health. And uh, if you're relying on a weight loss supplement of any kind to lose the weight, that's uh, something to be real cautious with because weight loss supplements, they are often effective and not often safe. So that's something to be really careful with. And another one is if you're cutting out entire food groups. So if you're following some kind of a plan that says you can't have fruit or you can't have grains or you can't have, because each food group offers its own spectrum of vitamins and minerals. So if you cut out a whole chunk of them and don't manage to replace the nutrition from that food group, you're likely missing out on something. Oh, wow. Nutritionally, but also just because all foods are awesome.
0: Yeah. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. Cause I'm definitely thinking about these. Um, I've never done like a tea cleanse, but I've done, you know, these like, you know, reset diets where it's like, you, you cut out these foods and then you give your gut a chance to heal or whatever the concept was. Um, but it was always like, okay, as soon as I'm done, then I'm ordering the pizza the next day. <laughs> um, but that makes so much sense that like we have different foods for a reason and each food group like gives us, you know, the stuff that we need. Um, mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, it's good news for those of us who like all the foods. So. <laughs> yes.
1: Well, and that kind of that restriction, just that mental, like, if you tell me I can't have it now, I want it thing is very real. And so anything that we try to put over restriction on we see binging happen yeah a, a lot
0: oh and that would be like honeymoon binging okay the, the wedding's yeah. over <laughs> your honeymoon and then you go crazy and then you have like little belly issues on the beach or <laughs> like you just see that going downhill yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, so, and, and that's actually my next one is if you start experiencing more frequent cravings or binging episodes, um, that's okay. a something that you're over restricting.
0: Okay. So repeat those again. Cause I had, I just kind of got stuck on the two pound one. So what were the, the, <laughs> the so if you're losing you're you're more than over. an average of two pounds per week, mm-hmm.
1: if you're relying on a weight loss supplement of any kind, if you're cutting out entire food groups, if you're experiencing more frequent cravings or binging episodes, mm-hmm. and the last one is if you experience low energy, brain fog, fatigue, memory issues, shakiness, or worsened depression and anxiety, mm-hmm. any of those things are pretty common signs of under fueling and that your yeah. body's not getting enough energy.
0: Those are also common signs of like wedding stress. So if the wedding stress is like Ew. terrible, it might be eating or what you're not eating. <laughs> yes. It, to like grab it, the Oreos. <laughs> it could be kind of the perfect storm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, uh, okay. So if you're like, say if you have a bride as your client, okay. That you're working with, what is like one thing that you'd want your bridal client to know? as she's planning for the wedding day and she's, you know, talking about her goals. Mm -hmm.
1: So I'm actually going to reiterate and reemphasize something that you kind of mentioned a couple minutes ago, because I think it's extra important. And this is what, um, I wanted to say in this answer. Anyway, remember that your fiance chose you, loves you and finds you (laughs) beautiful the way you already are. Uh, you don't have to do anything, for your fiance on this day, <laughs> as far as like changing your physical appearance. Yeah. Um, and I can also promise you that a stressed out, hangry, over restricted, over exercising you will not be an improvement to your fiance. <laughs> it
0: will not
1: throughout the entire engagement, it will not be worth it to them to have you sizes <laughs> smaller on your wedding day if the months leading up to it are absolutely miserable for both of you. <laughs> yeah. So keep that in <laughs> If you want to make healthy steps, this is a great opportunity to talk with your fiancé about what each of your expectations and each of your goals are as far as your health and what you want your health life to look like as you begin your life together. Um, And you don't have to have the same goals or approach health in the same way, but communicating about that on the front end and kind of Mm -hmm. where each of you want to go and how, Mm -hmm. and you can know how to best support each other as you move forward. So keeping your fiance in the loop and having it be something that you approach as a team, as you move forward and incorporate changes that you want to actually keep long-term, not just something that you're planning to do until your wedding and then quit.
0: Yeah. Well, that's awesome. I know I kind of forgot about the partner in this equation. I was just (laughs) right. So thank you for (laughs) yeah one right. thing
1: that's interesting with working with couples whether they're newly married or not is and just to keep in mind is that every couple has a totally different approach I have some couples who eat every single meal together always I have some couples who eat totally separate meals always that you know they might eat at the same time but they make different mm-hmm. food, and it's okay to find what works for you as a couple, sometimes the freedom to not force themselves to eat the same meal has really completely changed health lives for both couples. Cause just what works best for each one or for each part of the couple, because what works for each one, uh, isn't gelling with each other, but they still want to eat together. So they'll, they'll just make their own meals or have separate meals or, and sometimes it works way better for one person to do the prep or, them to eat together and just allow that to be a flexible concept and a topic of conversation with your fiance as you kind of look forward and, and decide. And that can all be fluid and change as your life changes too.
0: Yeah. Very exciting and very um like a really positive look on something that's like super common for so many brides and it's attainable. And kind of like you're already there, but here are some ways to make you feel better if you have those kind of goals. So where can our listeners find you if they want to learn more?
1: Ooh, uh, my practice is called I'm powered nutrition and fitness, as I mentioned, and I work with clients all over the state of Washington. You can check out my practice at I'm powered, which is like empowered, but with an I Thank I'm powered nutrition and Also, I'm super excited that I just started a YouTube channel this year. Yes! Yay! So subscribing to that is a great way to plug in to regular health and wellness content. Uh, I've got tasty, healthy recipes, fun workouts and gardening tips for growing your own produce. Uh, So you can find that by checking out my social media accounts on YouTube, Instagram and Facebook under Down Home Dietitian.
0: Love it. Well, thank you. You've given listeners so much to chew on. Of ha, ha. course intended <laughs> and for me too. I, I wrote down some stuff for myself, like, okay, just thinking of, you know, it's springtime and I'm even thinking of like a reset. And I know myself well enough to know, like, I, I don't have the wherewithal to like start a diet, but I just want to make some little changes here and there. And the first one I wrote water in capital letters. So that'll be my first goal. <laughs> and I'll Perfect. I love it. <laughs> Thank you, Becky, so much. That was so much fun. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It was a, truly an
1: honor to get to be in on your exciting new podcast.
0: Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and share this podcast with a friend. And if you're feeling really generous, leave a review. Thanks, everyone.